Hello and welcome to Tavern Chat, the vid chat, the podcast, the whatever. It is the daily update. Now today, all right, so it's going to be two days late. Um, some people are, are saying that April 17th is the 50th anniversary of D&D. And I'll, I'll touch on why they say that and... I'll also touch on why I disagree with that assessment. But hey, if you want to go to blogspot.com, I will put the link as a comment on the YouTube video of this. And I will add the link to the show notes on the podcast side. The first PC to die ever is, but this is, is titled by D.H. Boggs. According to Dave Ornson's Corner of the Table newsletter, volume three, number four, there will be a medieval Braunstein, April 17th, 1971, at the home of David Ornson, from 1,500 hours to 2,400 hours, with refreshments being available on the usual basis. Players may come at any time, and any number are welcome to attend what should prove to be an exciting time. It will feature mythical creatures and a poker game under the Trolls Bridge between sunup and sundown. Of course, there is only an, this is only an announcement. We have no reason to think the game did not go as planned. That game, you may know, therefore took place 50 years ago to the day this essay is being posted. The essay was posted on Saturday. Was it the first ever Blackmore game with player characters engaged in a tabletop medieval fantasy adventure? Or maybe another way of asking that. Was it the first game of what we would now recognize as a kind of D&D? There's a good chance the answer is yes. Uh, you know, the good chance the answer is no. And, you know, let me explain to you why that is. This is apparently prior to... Arnson being uh, having experienced the chainmail rules, which were fantasy battle rules. So, yes, this was an an evolutionary step in the process, but it, it wasn't really. This wasn't D and D. You this was you wouldn't look at this and go, "Oh yeah, that that's what D and D became." I'll be honest with you. I don't think we looked at the earlier, earlier pray, well, pray test, pray test, yeah, of D and D, and said, "Hey, this is D and D." D and D was certainly formed not just by Dave Arneson's imagination, right, and his ability to say, "Hey, I want to do this fantasy stuff," but Gary coming along and saying, "You know what?" You've got this great theater of the mind stuff going on. I've got rules that we can intermingle with it and actually give it a, a semblance of form, which is really what it needed. And I think that goes with a lot of stuff. I mean, now, you could say, well, who was more important to the creation of D&D? Dave or Gary? And I think for the creation of D&D, we can say they were pretty much equal. You can say who was most influential in making D&D have the impact that it had, getting it out to market, that's that's Gary. 
right? I've heard reports that from people that knew Dave that uh, Dave is a little bit like me, uh, uh, disorganized, to to put it kindly. I understand that when he submitted a what, what, what's up, the Blackmore Elder Wizardry, he uh, basically gave a large manila envelope with a bunch of handwritten notes, like dunk, and and make sense of this shit. And that's great. That's how creatives work. Don't get me wrong. But that's not how things get published, all right? I'm going to go from my own personal experience. When I retired, oh, my God, five years ago, um, I had this great idea. It's like, I want to put together this, like, gorilla OSR RPG, and it's going to be, like, printed on a single page, and I could drop it off at game stores and... Uh, libraries and, and leave a stack and everybody could walk away with one and people could just go, you know, it, it'll it'll be a return to old school gaming for people that have lapsed and introduce people and I had this great idea. All right? it, was a, it was a fine idea. I had nobody to put it into motion. Okay? Really? So I wound up mentioning it to Zach Laser, who was recently with Frog Guy Games at that point, and Zach was like, Hold on to that thought, and he took it up the chain, and he goes, what if you had the swords and witchery rules to work off of? Because I didn't even think that far ahead. I'm like, well, that would be fucking awesome. He goes, what if we could work with four pages but actually have it just be one sheet? Um, because he had the imagery. He had the, the vision of how to physically produce it. Now, Dave had the vision of how to physically or how to mentally emotionally get this game started. He had a vision, but he didn't know how to put that vision into practice. Gary was able to fill in those gaps and put that vision into practice. He needed the two. Just like generally raising a child is best with two parents. A lot of times creativity is is best with two because you fill in the gaps. Now, just like two parents, um, many times marriages end in divorce, right? Just like game creation, a lot of times what creators start out working well together, it becomes a bag of shit in the end. It just happens that way. Um, I consider myself blessed. What what I presented to Frog God Games, uh, Zach laid out. Um, I think he did an amazing job of layout. The presentation makes the work that I did, uh, if I did work that on a scale of 1 to 10, would be, I don't know, generously labeled a, a 7. Um, Zach brought it up to a, to a 9, 9.5. All right? Would it have gotten that reach without Zach and Frog Eye Games? No. They, they published thousands of copies to give away uh, free physical copies and the PDF, and it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. I couldn't have done that shit. It would have had no impact. Dave could have certainly put out something that would have somehow resembled D&D, and it probably would have had no impact because he didn't have that marketing vision to him. Okay, He didn't have that ability to say, I need somebody organized. Remember, this is before desktop publishing. You needed somebody who could do that. Dave was not going to be the person that was going to be publishing something like that. So I have heard arguments that, oh, without Dave Arneson, there would be no D&D. Well, I can tell you right now, without Gary Gygax, there would be no D&D. Okay? 
without Dave Spark, I don't think that we would have had D&D as we got it. I think it would have been uh, much heavier in the rules and in the crunch. I think it would have been really a a tactical war game. It would have been more like, I don't know, uh, the early or current Warhammer fantasy battles as opposed to D&D where it is role-playing with uh, the wargaming aspect kind of pushed to the back and pushed aside. That's Dave. Certainly that's Dave. But getting it to market and taking those dispersed handwritten note and making it coherent, that's Gary. So I would say proto-game, proto and I've been proto-D&D. I don't think you could have labeled it D&D. But you could certainly see the roots of future role-playing, but just like you see that in Bronstein. Right? Or Bronstein. I can have pronounce it right. But in any case, you could see the roots there. And what was to... In retrospect, we can look back and say, oh, yeah, but you know what? That hindsight is always twenty twenty. Okay? I don't think we would have the game sets that we have, the rules that we have, without the two of them working together. Seriously. So, I, I, I am not somebody's going to go toot toot for Dave or toot toot for Gary. I'm going to go two hands toot toot for uh, Dave and Gary because they gave us something that uh, individually neither one could have given us. So that's my thought, and I'm sticking to it. Folks, we are in the midst of the world of COVID. I am not going to tell you what to do, aside from use your common sense. If you're not healthy, you can't help out others, right? Common sense. All I'm asking you to use. Be safe, be well, God bless. I know, you hate this. Knock on wood. I should be back again tomorrow, and I believe on Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, on uh, this very channel for the Talking Crit live stream, uh, Ben, Mike, and myself are going to be joined by one of the bosses from Pace Setter Games. So, join us. It should be a good episode. And I look forward to uh, seeing you all in the live chat. You make it what it is. Again, folks, thank you.